Welcome to Postcolonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. And in this episode, I briefly want to talk about the world. The world in which we live and what kind of a world is it? And can we even think about transforming it or changing it? Now, a few years ago, I published a book in which I mentioned in the introduction that the world that we know which was, is, and could be needs to be transformed. And my idea then was that it could be transformed through informed pedagogy or informed didactics. By that, what I meant was that since all of us have to go through an educational system and education is considered a panacea for everything, if we could go through an educational system that is informed by the works of like people like Freire or Henry Giroux or others, an education that doesn't just teach us knowledge or facts, but also teaches us to think critically and act compassionately and work in solidarity with others to change the world. Now, of course, I understand that anytime someone uses the term, let's change the world, I mean, it's a daunting task. We are all individuals with no power. But I think that's how the current world works. You know, it isolates us. It convinces us that we are alone, that we don't have anyone else to rely on. It also creates these mythologies of success and individualism. But all of that suits the world as it is, right? Because if we are isolated, just guarding our own tiny little territory against the others, we are divided. And we can't come together to look at the world and say, how is it possible that a few people on this planet own most of the resources of this planet? And we, millions upon millions of them, are dependent upon whatever they give us in terms of our salaries or, you know, whatever. It's kind of like, Majority of the world is living on the crumbs that either fall off of the tables of the rich or are thrown at us. And the worst part is that we are made to compete against each other just for those crumbs. Now, those of you who have read Thomas Piketty's Capital in the 21st Century, you already know that super wealth has become patrimonial. You have to be born in it or marry into it. So the wage earners, people who exist in this world and must earn a wage are the ones whose lives are not changing much. Their lives are actually post-1980s declining. Then you see this division in the world of the rich nations, so-called, and the poor nations. And and in the same world right now under COVID-19, where one part of the world has access to medicine, has access to healthcare, there are people starving and dying elsewhere, right? That's the kind of world we live in. It's an unjust world, right? Unequal world. And it's a cruel world. 
So the first step in changing this world, of course, is to learn to think about it critically, to know our own place in it, but to also think critically of our own place in it. Why are we where we are and why are others where they are? And how does power keep us divided? Right? And then change the way we think the world. There's a beautiful book by George Lakoff, right, called The Metaphors We Live By. And in that he theorizes that the way we think the world or interact with each other is constructed through different frames. And each deep, deep frame determines what kind of vocabularies we use. So for example, if we think in terms of a war frame, then it's competition, struggle. We win an argument. We obliterate our opponents. All of that is the war-like metaphor. So one way of changing the world then would be to change our metaphors, how we think the world. So if we thought of it as a community, then our metaphors would shift. We will think of solidarity, we will think of care, we will think of compassion. So I know these are kind of, you know, not very practical ideas, but the most important thing in my opinion the first step towards changing the world and how we live in it would be to think of it or about it critically. And after we have thought about it critically, then we work in solidarity with others who also are in the same class or feel the same way about the world and build solidarities across borders, across the globe to change our local style of life but in the process also change the world without solidarity it cannot be done now i mentioned freire earlier another important thing that we can learn from paulo freire is that he in his book pedagogy of the oppressed teaches us that this world in which we live you know it it is an unjust world in which there is a group that is directly or indirectly the oppressor group and then there is those who are oppressed but each one of us aspires to be fully realized human being right we want to be better we want to be fully capable fully realized human beings but the system in which we exist doesn't let that happen so if we learn to think the world differently and then act to change it what we will then have to dislodge from our souls would be the inscribed inequalities that this system has already given us and rewrite that script so in a sense then changing the world will start from me as an individual but it will look outwards for solidarities with others and as we build those solidarities we can then think the world differently a world in which no one dies of hunger or starvation no matter where they live a world in which there is no racism no sexism no homophobia if we reach out from human to human to other humans and build larger solidarities based in love and care and justice maybe then we can start doing the work of changing the world 
So that's how I think about the world. I know that as an individual, it kind of sounds a bit quixotic when you say, I want to change the world, right? But it's because we are isolated individuals. But if thousands of us thought it, thousands of us came together and talked about it and shared our ideas, then we will be the majority. We will be the ones thinking about how to change the world and then putting it into practice so that it becomes a positive praxis. So I thought, you know, I usually do educational lectures and talk about literature and post-colonial theory, but sometimes I feel like just sharing my raw ideas or raw feelings, right? And this episode, in a way, unformed, right? Not fully cohesive or coherent, not even complete in any way, is my attempt at sharing after this Thanksgiving, during COVID-19, some of my raw unorganized thoughts about the world and how you, me, and everyone else needs to think about changing it and then needs to develop a praxis that can help us change it. That's that's all I wanted to share. I hope this is of some use to you. Thank you so much for joining me and I will now see you next time in another episode of Postcolonial Space. Until then, thank you and peace and love.